This is Hope FM. And we can definitely work it out. We can also work out live in harmony this summer with something that some things that people might describe as pests. If I say wasps to people, or maybe ants, or flying ants, or spiders, slugs, snails, people might think pests. I need to go get some spray to get rid of them, some sort of repellent, so they're not bothering me this summer. Well, there is an easier. And there is a kinder way to live in harmony with our insect friends and to tell us all about the different ways that we can show compassion, kindness to insects, because we are all God's creatures, after all, is entomologist D Patel. Good morning, D. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I'm delighted to welcome you to the station, uh, to Hope FM for the first time. Uh, Dee is someone who has been in contact with the station many times over the years, sending us helpful hints and tips about um, how to be uh, kind to insects, how to be, how to live in harmony with them. And finally, Dee, we've managed to get you um, on air. So delighted uh, for that this morning. But before we get into <laughs> it, Dee, just tell us first, um, you're, you're an entomologist. You have a passion um, for, for insects, don't you? I do, I do. I think um, they're wonderful, wonderful beings and we need to pay more attention to them because they can actually teach humans a whole lot more than we think. Well, this summer and every summer, um, in, people's attentions are drawn towards um, insects and a couple of insects in particular. What are the main sort of summer insects that people you think most worry about and potentially um, bring harm to because they are so worried? Well, I actually run a Facebook page now called Kindness Guy, and it's all about these kind tips to stop pests. And I encourage people to contact me on there. And many people have contacted me recently about wasps and about ants and mm. about snails and slugs. These are the main things I'm getting. Also, some about mosquitoes as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, we'll start with wasps then, because I guess um, in terms of the, the, the pests, those are the, that's, that's the one, that's the insect that people most see as a threat, don't they? Because a wasp comes flying by and instantly people start flapping their arms and panicking or trying to whack it with a newspaper or trap it under a glass or something like that. Why are wasps really so important and why should people sort of try and allay their fears a bit? Well, wasps actually account for 14% of pollination. So lots of people say bees are the most important thing. You know, yes, they are. But wasps actually are doing a job for us too. So we need to preserve them. As well as that, they're also one of the main food sources for a lot of our native British birds Mm. and wildlife. So we need to preserve them for them. So they are actually not as bad as we sometimes feel. (laughs) And, um, you know, we, we could do with keeping them because all of it is part of our biodiversity and that's what we need to keep in mind when we're using those pesticides don't use them use kind ways to stop them instead leave them where they're meant to be because everything has a purpose okay so tell us about some of those kind ways then so say i'm sat in a in my in a garden i don't have a garden if i had a garden i'm sat in the garden or maybe even in a pub garden and i'm there eating a meal or having a drink um and suddenly um a wasp is coming to uh, to to bother me Uh, what sort of things can i do to just let the wasp get on with it Yes, certainly. Well, what you could do is wear red. So they hate the colour red. So I'm wearing a red out. shirt. I'm wearing a red shirt today. And also the football season starts on Saturday and we're all Bournemouth fans down here and we wear the <laughs> colour red. So um, uh, plenty of red around this area. 
So I think the key is to be a Bournemouth fan, yeah. and yeah, then you will it. keep them away. <laughs> so wear, wear red uh, when you're going out. Don't wear orange or yellow. They're, they're very much attracted to those colours. Mm. So um, try and avoid those. Try and avoid keeping any sweet or anything sickly out, you know, open. Mm. If you're having a picnic, try and have one of those cloches to cover it, or try and keep it in containers so you can keep it closed. Also, if you're sitting outside somewhere where you can be in a an area like in your own garden, then get one of those oil burners. You can get those essential oil burners mm. just with a little bee light underneath and put in around about um, five to ten drops of citronella oil, essential citronella oil, smell lovely and it will also keep the wasps and mosquitoes at bay that's oh, fantastic and of course that that smell it doesn't bring them any harm it just sort of they don't like it so they don't want to come near it absolutely no it won't harm them at all you can use that and you can also use pure essential peppermint oil if you prefer and, and again these two things will also keep the moths away which we're getting lots of questions about at the moment little gold moths Mm. Um, they will also be kept away and, and you can actually use these oils about 20 drops in a cup of water in a spray bottle and spray your wardrobes and your drawers oh, wow. about once a week and it will keep the moths away um, in a kind way you know, not on them just where they're coming and you'll feel that they start to perish you know they won't come anymore because they hate the smell but we actually love it as humans so it's good it's a win-win <laughs> brilliant brilliant tip that I will be um, using in my own home um, at the moment will help me open the windows during these uh, warm nights because I don't want those um those aforementioned creatures coming into uh, my um, flat please um and i don't want to have to i don't and i don't want to deal with them if they come in because i want to like a lot of people a lot of people don't want to harm things that they maybe uh, have a phobia of um but it's that fear isn't it that makes people react in those ways so we've got any preemptive um solutions like you've just talked about d that's really 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 helpful what are some of the other insects obviously um ants um people always see as a pest but gardeners at the moment gardeners are under a lot of pressure because we've not had a lot of rain their plants are withering in the dark and you know how passionate gardeners can be and i've had many conversations with my dad um because he's a passionate gardener about his use of slug pellets um, and stuff like that and I've managed to get him to stop using uh, slug pellets um, because I've been hammering him for years telling him how cruel it is. Um, is that something you've come across as, uh, as well? Um, uh, people may be trying to lean towards something that's not so harmful for slugs. What, what solutions are out there for gardeners? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm actually also a gardener and um, I love growing my own veg and flowers and everything and in fact i've started a little movement called good karma gardening and what, what that is is just um practicing gardening with kindness and compassion in mind to all the beings we share our gardens with so when you're in your garden you know, even if you're growing any leafy vegetables or flowers before you wash them you know turn them upside down and shake them hard outside in your garden mm. tiny little pollinators are living on them which we can't see but we're releasing them out and it's all this little things you know like this that we're going to get good karma for and snails and slugs like you mentioned are the absolute bane of those gardeners because <laughs> you know what we've got to remember is when they're coming in they're not doing it out of malice at least we know <laughs> we, think, we think so. they're not doing it out of malice. we don't know that i mean we, we feel like they're not doing it out of malice they're just hungry um, and we wouldn't harm a, a human who turned up at our door who was hungry mm. hopefully so you know we can be kind to them and just remember if we're putting stuff down we are the ones who are doing something negative mm. they're just trying to eat so yeah. the key solution is the one that I found most effective of all is copper mesh. Now, a lot of people have tried copper tape in the past, but they do slide over it. So what I suggest is get some bamboo canes, put them around your flower patch or your vegetable patch, 
and then get some copper mesh. You can buy it online, like a little roll. It's about five inches tall. Um, and then you just wrap it around the bottom of those bamboo canes to create a little fence, a little oh, wow. barrier around your patch. Yeah, and so make sure it's touching the soil, absolutely touching it. Remove any slugs or snails hiding under leaves or already in the patch, otherwise you'll lock them in. Um, and then you will find they won't cross this barrier and it will keep your vegetables good and your karma clear. So um, actually in the UK since April, there has been a, a, a nationwide ban now on using slug pellets because they're mm. killing off so many other forms of wildlife so we can try this we can even use some of the old school methods which i tell people you can get coarse sawdust and you can sprinkle it you can get used coffee grounds very finely crushed yes up I've, heard, I've heard about the coffee grounds um a thing before yeah i'm sure that lots, lots of people working in starbucks and costa at this time of year have um, um <laughs> conscious gardeners coming in asking for their used coffee grounds Absolutely. If you know any barbers in your area, cut up human hair is very good okay. as well. So you can get that. <laughs> and that is one of the biggest things. I'm getting a lot of questions on the, the Kindness Guy Facebook page at the moment because there's many misconceptions about ants. People think they spread diseases or, you know, they're, they're going to bite us or things. Mm. The black ants we see most of the time are actually harmless, really, to us. And they're aerating our soil so we can have better root growth. So when you see them in the garden, I say, just let them be. They're helping us. Mm. They're 150 million years old. They've been on this earth longer than we have. So we can show some respect to our elders <laughs> and <laughs> look after them. But well, let's, well, let's, talk about, them, let's talk about flying ants then, um, yeah, while, while, flying we've ants. Got, while we've got the time, because um, people often talk about flying ant day. Um, and of course, it's not just one single day in the calendar and flying ants have got the, their notifications going off on their phones. To, okay, now we're going to come out. Also, it depends on lots of uh, different factors and it can happen at different times in different areas. Um, but people will be experiencing their very own flying ants day um, over the next weeks or months if they haven't um, already had it already. Uh, tell us about a flying ants. Absolutely. Flying ant day affects all of us and it comes at different times of the months of July and August around the UK. Even in within Bournemouth we'll have different variations within mm. towns that you know you can even vary according to a few roads, you know, you can have differences everywhere. So this usually is triggered by extreme heat followed by cooler temperatures. So it could be any moment sure. in any town or any road. And actually large flying ants that we see out most of the large ones are all queens to be and they'll only be out for a couple of days it's called flying ant day but really it's a couple of days or a day and a half and you'll only see them for that period after that they don't die a lot of people think they die but what they do is they work their way underground slowly they will mate first of all in mid-flight with the smaller flying ants which are males soon as they've mated the male will fall to the ground and die that's his job done <laughs> and then <laughs> no child care and then the female will actually work the larger ones will die the females they'll work their way into a little hole and while they're still waiting for their babies to develop they'll eat their own wings to give them protein and so they don't yeah. starve and then slowly they'll work their way deeper into the ground where they'll live for the rest of their life which can be up to 30 years and they'll never get to see daylight again well, so, so so some of these ants that live for 30 years will only come out once on one flying uh, potentially just just that one day 
that's it that's absolutely it. that's their day out so um if we can try and be kind to them and let them enjoy <laughs> for that one, one day, day. Yeah. <laughs> that's their one day out and then after that they're down there for 30 years what are some of the problems then what are some of the reasons why people need to in effect deal with or, or cope with flying ants because if you're just uh i don't know just walking down the street and there happens to be some flying ants around um that's something but what are the some of the problems that they potentially cause people to think that they need to action something with flying ants well, I think it's with humans of everything that we see smaller than us that's mm. sort of like um, bugging us, uh, no pun intended, but anything like that, we just think, let's get it out of our way, let's sure. spray something, let's kill it, you know, make it all clean. We think they're dirty, we think they're going to cause problems, but actually they don't. And they are a very important food source, again, for lots of our birds, and also they do a lot for our ecology. They're going to help a lot of our soils, our plants, and so we need to let them do their job, but people do have that misconception, and I know I don't want them in the house. So mm. what I say to people is all you need to do is get some talcum powder and sprinkle it around the edges of the windows wherever you see ants coming in um, or flying ants. or you know, it, And that will stop the, the ones which are on the ground at least coming into your house. Or you can use finely, finely ground rosemary powder or a line of white vinegar um, anywhere where they're coming. And it stops them all without killing ants generally in your house, that is flying ants i always say you can use another oil burner again with essential oils the same essential oils that we use for the wasps and the moths we can use for the flying ants so they hate the smell of citronella oil and peppermint oil so we can burn those in an oil burner uh, around windows and things like that on our windowsills and it should keep them away from our rooms but remember tolerate them they're only going to be there for a short time they've got 30 years underground so let's do a kind thing <laughs> absolutely well d there's been some brilliant tips um uh, today um uh, just a bit of a quick recap so we're saying um a copper mesh in the garden on bamboo canes to help with a slug and snails um to, or to help prevent them um from from eating um the leaves what well, we got talcum powder on windowsills to stop ants coming in the color red uh the wasps don't uh, like that and um talking about those oil burners there to to um tell moths and um the flying ants to um uh, stop stop bothering us as well and of Absolutely. course where, where if people want more hints and tips about other insects and stuff like that where can they go where can they find your facebook page yes if you go onto facebook and you search for kindness guy that's just kindness guy with a little red heart on the icon mm. you can find me there and you can ask me anything or join the page you'll see seasonal tips i always put they're always free sort of home remedies um and, and if you don't have facebook you can email me at the dpatel at gmail.com um thank you so so much for sharing those kind tips uh, with us um for those uh, summer insects and we'll speak to you um when we'll speak to you when the seasons change d absolutely i'll be happy to come back and give lots of tips about the spider mating season in autumn fantastic <laughs> good stuff i'm looking forward to it already d patel thank you so much thank you you're welcome have a great day you too bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> Hi. This is Hope FM.